In the news today, the Rensselaer County Health Department is now sending out a warning amid an increase in tick-borne illnesses. It's estimated that three seemingly minor changes can reduce over 90 million deaths. Happening today, the semifinals of the Women's World Cup Soccer Tournament USA versus England. This is the Wake Up Rundown from News 10 ABC. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. Today is July 2nd, and I'm Jess Berganti with your Storm Tracker forecast. How beautiful was Monday? Well, today's not a loss, but you will notice some more cloud cover. You'll still get little peaks of sunshine, but with the heat of 83 degrees comes a little more humidity. It was a nice break to start the week yesterday without those soupy dew points, but today we get back to some more humidity. And that also will spark up, along with a warm front, the chance for some showers and a rumble of thunder. Today's not a washout. I want to emphasize that. But there could be a couple of showers anytime, especially this late afternoon into the early evening. And that thunderstorm or two is still a threat, especially south and southwest to Albany. So have that umbrella handy as you make plans. Keep an eye on the interactive radar on your Storm Tracker weather app, but also just know that you still can find some time out there with plenty of dry conditions. As we find that wind out of the west at 5 to 15 miles per hour, it's a lot calmer this evening. And tonight we're back down to partly cloudy, dry conditions. Yes, after a few spotty showers, we'll dry out late tonight. We're back down to a low of 64, and then the heat is on. That's the talker as it looks towards Wednesday right through your weekend. Tomorrow, nothing but sunshine. It's hot. It's humid. 88 degrees for a high. You think that's stifling? How about 90 come Thursday and Friday? Thursday the 4th, we'll have a couple of chance thunderstorms, pop-up thunderstorms really, but most of us should be dry with plenty of sunshine, just noticing one or two storms in the distance. It's Friday, a couple of showers and thunderstorms are a little bit more likely, but there's still going to be plenty of sunny and dry times in between those couple of showers. And that's kind of how the weekend goes. Saturday and Sunday, there are both threats for some showers and thunderstorms, but they're not washout days either. And after a high of 88 on Saturday, we're back down to the lower 80s Sunday and even staying comfy through Monday with a high of 82. That's a look at your updated Storm Tracker forecast. Here's today's top headlines. In the news today, the Rensselaer County Health Department is now sending out a warning amid an increase in tick-borne illnesses. They say it stems from a significant increase in a bacterial infection similar to Lyme. It's called anaplasmosis. The symptoms are similar to the flu, usually show up one to two weeks after you've been bitten by an infected tick. County officials say if you get the bacterial infection, call the health department. If you live in Albany, you're now one step closer to being able to raise chickens. Last night, the Common Council passed an ordinance that allows people living in city limits to raise chickens in their backyards. People will be allowed to own and raise six hens. Roosters will still be prohibited because of potential noise. The ordinance will now go before Mayor Kathy Sheehan, who supported and helped craft the proposal. The final ballot count set to begin in Cohoes following last week's mayoral primary. Unofficial results have former state trooper Bill Keeler coming out on top over incumbent Mayor Sean Morse, who's facing federal charges for allegedly using campaign money to fund personal luxuries. Last week already, Morse posted to Facebook that he'd support Keeler as the Democratic candidate moving forward. New York could soon join 35 other states in requiring schools to teach sexual abuse awareness to kids. The new bill would mandate age-appropriate lessons here to help children understand the difference between inappropriate and appropriate touching and how to report abuse to a trusted adult. Lawmakers passing the bill before adjourning for the year after it was blocked for several years. Critics say the curriculum question should be left up to state education officials, however. 
And happening today, the popular free tours at the Empire State Plaza are returning for another summer season. Plaza tours start at 1 p.m. Tuesday through Friday at the Visitor Center in the North Concourse and go until next month. Tours of the Empire State Plaza art collection happen Mondays at 1 p.m. inside the Corning Tower at the concourse level. The Troy Boys and Girls Club opening up its pool for free public use as construction continues at the South Troy Pool. All summer long, the club on 7th Avenue will be open to the community on weeknights and on the weekend. The community swim hours will continue until the South Troy Pool is ready to open, and we'll keep you posted on that. Happening today, the semifinals of the Women's World Cup Soccer Tournament, USA versus England, highly anticipated match. The winner, of course, moves on to Sunday's championship. U.S. national team, they win, they'll make history again because no team has ever made three straight World Cup final appearances. England has never made it to the finals. That match gets underway at 3 o'clock this afternoon on the other side of our station on Fox 23. Well, no question the United States women's national team is an inspiration to athletes across the country. Especially true for the East Greenbush Soccer Club. Our Ben Ryan is live in Rensselaer with what <coughs> they are all about and how they're being inspired. Ben? Hey, good morning, Ryan. You know, that's right. Well, when athletes become professional or close to it, they play at a very high level. And when that happens, they become role models for every single boy and girl who, well, eventually grows up and plays sports. And that holds true, like you guys are saying, for the East Greenbush Youth Soccer Club, who simply, to be honest, just make the game of soccer enjoyable for all ages, whether it's 10, 12, 14, going up until 18 years old. And they do that through several ways, recreational, travel, so many ways here. And I'm joined by Eric. Eric, good morning. morning. How do we do? What are you guys all about here? Because it seems like you guys have fun on and off the field. We try, and we've been here since 1972, um, providing, as you said, soccer for kids of all ages, all abilities. Uh, we're a community-based club, so we want to be able to provide a place where kids in the community, in East Greenbush, North Greenbush, and the local areas can come here, play soccer, from pre-K all the way through uh, U18 on the travel side of our program. Of course, of course, and I know Rich over here does a lot with uh, the kids as well when it comes to skills, so when, you know, skill level beginner or not, you know, how do you make it acceptable and everyone able to compete as well, whether that is recreational or travel? Well, I think it's important to build a passion for the game. I think that uh, comes at the youngest ages when you're teaching them skills. You make it fun. You make them excited about getting better. You make them uh, just enjoy the game that, that has offered all of us so much. And mm -hmm. the biggest thing you can do is just provide an environment where they feel comfortable, confident, are challenged to be a little bit better, but also enjoy the game. And how do you think the kids go about criticism? You know, because sometimes, especially at a young age, say if you mess up, you're a little upset, but it's all about moving forward. But So how do you push that on them and teach them that? I think it's messaging. I think it's having the ability to communicate in different ways to show how that, uh, you know, a challenge can become an opportunity to get better. But I think it's it all comes down to relating with the kids and understanding how you can get the best from them. Of course, of course. And obviously it's on the field and off the field like we've been talking about all morning. And Tommy, I know you spend a lot of time with the kids being as a coach and everything, but, you know, you, uh, you show me a picture hanging out the U.S. national game. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about that chemistry off the field. That's a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, the girls... Um, they're, they're a close-knit group, like you said, on and off the field. They go to school together. They hang out. Uh, we recently just took a bus trip down to uh, Red Bull Arena, like you were talking about, for um, the last game they played against Mexico. Yeah. 3 nothing win. Um, I mean, the girls were ecstatic from, from the get-go. We saw the, the team bus arrive. The girls walk off. And just like the electric atmosphere, like you could, you could sense it in, in the little ones especially. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a moment that they're never going to forget, and for sure I'm never going to forget. Of course. You know, and when they actually get to see you know, the professional players in person doing their thing, what do you think that is like for them? I mean, they must go bananas over these. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that 
you know, um, I mean, Alex Morgan says that she's dreamed since the age of seven for playing for the national team. And I can see it in the eyes of some of the girls that I coach that, you know, someday that that's their aspirations in life. I'm live in Rensselaer. Ben Ryan, News 10, ABC. All right, Ben, thank you. Public health officials are creating huge plans to save millions of lives globally. It's estimated that three seemingly minor changes can reduce over 90 million deaths. Researchers from the Harvard School of Public Health have determined that decreasing blood pressure, reducing sodium intake, and eliminating artificial fatty acids would prevent 94 million people from dying over the next two decades. So how do scientists plan to accomplish this? Well, they recommend increasing meds and insurance coverage to treat high blood pressure. They're also calling for manufacturers to reduce sodium in foods by 30%. So why not get a jump on things? Consider adding a serious 30-minute walk three days a week, cutting back on processed foods high in salt and artificial additives, and getting plenty of rest. Also talk to your doctor about ways to change your diet and improve your health. With this Medical Minute, I'm Andrea Fujii, ABC News. Enjoy starting the day with the Wake Up Rundown? If so, do us a favor and take a second to rate the podcast and leave us a review in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. It helps other people find the show and it makes sure that you're subscribed to get each morning's episode automatically downloaded into your feed. For more of the stories in today's podcast, head to news10.com or Wake Up With 10 on air every weekday morning starting at 4.30.